0: boss lady conversations
1: with monica l and coach kaya boss ladies are vulnerable authentic love hopeful abundant respected boss ladies are you welcome back boss ladies i'm your girl coach kaya i'm a boss wife mompreneur sister writer and certified transformational coach I help dreamers access their power by healing the trauma of their past, reigniting their dreams, and manifesting the miracles that truly matter today. My IG handle is at IamCoachKeyer. Hello, Boss Lady listeners. I am
0: Monica L., a Boss Lady, Cleveland-born, LA-raised, on a journey of freedom and happiness as an educator, entrepreneur, self-published author and poet, Let's get it. My IG handle is at Monica L underscore writer. And shout out to all of our followers of Boss Lady Conversations podcast. We appreciate your time and support so much. We know time is the most valuable thing you can provide to anyone. And this is a domestic and international movement. So please continue to bring all your positive energy here
1: all of your positive energy. Monica L., I couldn't agree more. We're grateful. And guess what? We love you just the way you are. And we inspire you as you inspire us to keep growing. On today's show, Monica L. will discuss how cooking has provided balance in her life and also serves as a form of self-therapy. Soul Food is one of my favorite films because Monica L., I feel like it's one of those movies that highlights the connection between food, tradition, family, as well as our emotions. There were a lot of emotions in that film. (laughs) So I'm really feeling excited about today's show because I know your connection to food is so very special and the way that you use food to show people that you love them and put so much kindness and compassion into what you prepare. And so I know that this show is also going to be food to our listeners' soul.
0: Oh coach Kaya, yes.
1: (laughs) Soul food. The movie
0: and soul food. (laughs) The movie touched upon so much. And it's just as in many African American families, there is a tradition of that Sunday dinner and coming together where it's an opportunity to share about your week, to be encouraged. And just get some good hearty food that really speaks to yourself. And someone prepared it. Someone prepared it with love. And we see that reflected in the seasonings, the time, the preparation, the delivery of it. So I feel like now a lot of that is missing as we are on the go and the hustle and bustle. But it's still something that is very dear to me. And I have a lot of family traditions that were passed down. And so, yes, on this journey, I understand that balance is so is so important as we juggle so many hats. And I am a strong component of therapy, as everyone knows, and self-care. I feel like both of those are one in the same, actually. I believe therapy is a form of self-care. And when I want to escape the world <laughs> and I can't physically do that, I go in my kitchen. I go in my kitchen and really just be in that moment. And for those who know me, know me, know that that is already a big task to take, is to be in the moment, not worried about anything else, and just totally focus on preparing this meal, this meal of love. Like you said, cooking is one of my love languages. So I am so excited about this show and excited to share with the listeners. And of course, As we all know, I have to have my music too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Music is also food for the soul. So yes to that. And you know, you're really onto something. I recently learned of this organization called Here's Help, Inc. And they have a culinary arts program called Cooking as Therapy, where people can learn all about how food affects your mood, how cooking can be a tool to help people overcome addiction. So there is something to this. And you know, Monica, personally, I was pretty late to discovering your passion for cooking because we always went out. I mean, we were always out, okay, either out in LA or out visiting in another state and just on our girls trip and everything like that. So I remember one of our shared connections saying, Monica is in here throwing down. And I was like, wait a minute, what? Everybody was happy and smiling and going back for more. And I said, Oh my goodness. And so it was such a great experience for me to have and just to see you in the kitchen and just learning your techniques and just seeing all of the love and joy that you put in your food. So I'm excited. (laughs) And I think our listeners are going to really learn a lot today.
0: Yes, it's so funny because you're not the only one that's surprised. And I just wonder why sometimes people are surprised. But then also, I know that I think how I was raised, it was always like, yes, you cook. (laughs) You know, the the luxury is going out, not that you go out and then the luxury is when you cook. And so um, a lot of people are surprised that I cook. And I feel like I have some dishes that I've really mastered and I enjoy it. But that is a difference. I just want to point out, there's a difference when you're cooking because you need to eat (laughs) and when you are cooking for enjoyment and as a form of therapy or just as an expression of love.
1: Get it. So I would say, when did you first begin to embrace cooking as therapy? And that is a really great
0: question because obviously you have to be self-aware, To know that you're using it as therapy and not just doing it. And I would like to say, well, let me just back up. I've been cooking since I was a teenager. So maybe not the Sunday meal, but I had been cooking. But it was more cooking because I needed to eat. (laughs) But I would say that in my 30s, I started to use cooking as my therapy therapy because I realized that there were certain dishes that I really liked and I couldn't go nowhere else and get it the way I liked it. And more importantly, I really realized how I was able to block out things and life experiences while I was doing that. And I found joy. I found joy in just being in the moment and not so attached to my phone attached to everything that else was going on. So then that's when I said, Hmm. And then collard greens is one of my favorite meals. And the way I prepare it, it takes a lot of hours. And a lot of times people just don't even understand what I'm still doing. (laughs) Like, how long you gonna cook them greens is one of those things where, you know, I got to smoke turkey. It's a whole routine. It's a process. And so, then that's when I realized, and I would t- even anyone in my home or anything during that time. And I would just like really focusing on all the prep, And so that's when I realized like, oh, I found joy in this. And not only did I find joy, but I am the one who's then in the kitchen. And that's kind of like, old fashioned rule. Like if you cook and you stay in the kitchen, you know, but anyway, I would stay there the entire time. for well, most of the time while I was preparing it. Cause again, I'm focused on every aspect of it. So I would definitely say it was in my thirties.
1: That's so beautiful. And when you describe it that way, it really feels like it's a meditation. People think meditation is only closing your eyes and sitting in one spot, but meditation can be anything where your entire attention and your entire being is focused and like that. <laughs> calm. <laughs> yes. Very
0: calming. It's very calming for me. Very calming. And I'm able to escape. Like, I really do feel like I am, I'm not in my current space or anything. Like I am really, it just, it's a, like a, almost like an outer body experience, where I'm just so focused because I know how I want this meal to taste. I know the things that have to go into it. I know the timing of everything. It's, it's a whole process, but you're right. It is like meditation because my mind is focused on one thing and, um, and I find joy in it.
1: There it is. So how do you think your cooking time differs from your traditional self-care time or just time spent with yourself?
0: Cooking. It's different from the fact that I am actually creating something and I do have a creative soul as we all know, (laughs) and it's a creation and and I take it very, very seriously. When I'm doing self-care, you know, it could just really mean me sitting somewhere and someone providing me with a service, which is enjoyable too, but I'm not always physically involved in it. You know, in my alone time, it could be, you know, me writing or walking But this is really like, like there is a task (laughs) and there's a task you're going to complete where a long time and when I'm writing, I could maybe write a line or a page. It's not one day it will be a finished product, maybe, or it could be just brainstorming. But where I feel like with cooking is like, I know what the end product is supposed to look like. I know the time period. And then if I have that special someone in proximity, then I'm also going to share that with them. Granted, if it comes out the way I want it, if not, then I would just keep it for myself. (laughs) So yeah, it definitely varies. And I'm I'm very mindful of it. So it's it's not just me going and cooking, but it's me going to the grocery store. It's me getting the items. It's me prepping the items. So it's a process, but all those things make me happy because- I'm doing it myself and I know what the product is supposed to taste like. And so it just provides me with joy knowing that I've created something from start to finish and that I really gave my whole heart and soul to it. And I do cook with love, and you know the difference and you see the difference. Yeah, like I'm really into it. It's not just like, okay, I'm just throwing it in the microwave five minutes and (laughs) hope for the best. Yeah.
1: So, how often would you say that you have your therapeutic? cooking time versus like hey I just need to make a meal and get out of the kitchen <laughs>
0: now that's a great question it's really when I feel it it's really when I feel it it's when like the emotion comes over me or I really feel like I need to escape when I can't leave my house so it's not as often as I would like because sometimes you know cooking, Cooking can be different. So let me just say that as well. I'm not always alone when I'm cooking. Like when for our mutual friend, it was a whole house full of people. So I really enjoyed that because I enjoyed their reactions and how they enjoyed it. So that provided another layer of joy for me. Like I prepared something and because, you know, sometimes we're our worst critic. Well, most of the time we are our worst critic. So that they actually delighted in it and knowing that they did and that they shared it and they shared it with you and and they wanted more. So that even added to it because, you know, sometimes when you cook for large groups, it's very different than cooking for yourself. So, but it's still a creation. I really look at that now, like it's more my creativity, but it is self-care. And I think that If we can like change the mindset that you don't necessarily have to leave your total environment in order for self-care and order to escape your environment, like how we talked about, like, if you want to walk on the beach, you know, pull up the YouTube clip. And I think that that's important, especially during these times where everyone may not have the same resources or the same opportunity to physically go somewhere or maybe just not feel safe. Let's acknowledge that, that some people just don't feel safe being outside and rightfully so. So the fact that you can find some kind of pleasure, whether it's gardening or, you know, if you like to paint, whatever you could do in your house and have that peace. I love music. So Cooking is providing me with movement. I might think I could sing for two seconds. <laughs> it provides a lot, but then it is nice when you have someone to share it with as well.
1: I love that so much. And thank you for reminding me about the beach situation because I forgot. <laughs> that makes me so happy. Yes,
0: yes. The beach is beautiful. Yes.
1: So walk us through the steps you take to create a therapeutic cooking experience.
0: Oh, wow. That's a great question. Intentional. And I think we talk about that like a lot, like really being intentional, like for this next time period, I'm going to shut out everything. My phone is on silent. I'm making sure I have all my ingredients because any of the cooks out there know like that's the worst. If you go in the kitchen ready to cook a meal and you realize you don't have one thing, you're just like, I'm done. (laughs) this is not happening. This is not happening. And it was a great thought or where's Instacart. Oh, I got to run to the store now. So that just changes everything. So I, I really go in it attention, like, and to be a hundred percent transparent, more than likely I'm going through something and something is either heavy on my mind or heavy on my heart. And I'm like, I need a moment. I need a moment to separate. So let me go in this kitchen and let me just cook something. And I really, obviously, go and gather all the items, ingredients that I need to do to prepare the meal, whatever meal it is. And I go through the prep process. More than likely, I'm turning off my phone and maybe finding my best Spotify or Pandora station. And I just turn out everything. And if someone's in the house, they know, like, it's not time to talk to Monica. (laughs) She's doing her thing, let her do her thing. And it's just something about for me, like just cutting up the vegetables, like, and just taking that time. Because I feel like in this world, we're always so rushed. We're always rushing, rushing, rushing. And I feel like with cooking, you really have to take your time with it. Because last thing you wanna do is cut your finger off, you know? (laughs) So you really got to take your time. You got to really like be patient too. And patience is something I struggle with. You have to know that, you know, you have to make sure the the fire's right. You got to sure you got the right hands. So it's really like just taking things that sound so simple, but really just taking the time and focusing in on one thing. And I think that helps calm my mind and calm my soul say I'm not a clinician but for anyone who's dealing with any type of anxiety or gets so angst about things you know it it really helps you calm your own self down so like when you said about meditation it's like calming to the soul because again you can only do things so fast and in such an order that has to happen you can't Like if you're making spaghetti, you know, obviously you got to have the meat ready before you can do anything with the noodles, you know? So it's really more of just pace and and having grace with yourself in that moment. So for me, it's just really escaping, but also being free of anything else and excited about what your finished product is going to taste like. Yeah.
1: That's beautiful. And I could hear, you know, the intention. And you even visually walking yourself through the process. Yeah. Again, it's about being present. Present. Yes. Are you willing to be present to this experience and just to see where it takes you? Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. And and you're right. Because a lot of times I would say in my 20s, I wasn't present in moments. I was there. I was physically there, but I wasn't 100% present. And what I was doing, because I was attached to the phone, you know, I had to respond to the email, I had to do this, I had to do that. And like, when they say, just sit and smell the roses, you know, like, I really understand now what that means. It's not just a saying, it's really being present and taking in every moment, because moments are, are definitely memories. And so you need to (laughs) be present so you can remember them and not just, you know, take things for granted because time is not forever. So yeah, I really feel like just being present. And obviously with the holidays, certain meals come to mind. And so you you want those to taste right. And- for some people, you know, they do test runs and it's just a lot of different things. But I do have certain meals that I feel like I've mastered and those make me proud as well. So I'm not saying that I can cook every meal. So <laughs> I don't want all the Boss Lady listeners like, yeah, come over here cook some. No, 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 no. I got, <laughs> I got about a dozen things that I feel like I have mastered and other things. They're still work in progress, but it makes me happy. It makes me happy. And, and even when I try to make new meals that is not even soul food in theory, but just things I like. And if I feel I could do it, I'll I'll reach out and do that. And I I like to bake as well. And it's pretty much the same process, being thoughtful, being mindful. And and it's really good to teach kids too, because, you know, it's math, it's patience, and it's just being thoughtful and present. So I I love all of it. And I hope that people enjoy it and, you know, enjoy cooking too, and not just look at it as a, a task or a chore. And again, I'm not talking about every meal I make. I'm just happy and blissful around the kitchen. I'm talking about those I am intentional about. And I know that I need that time for me.
1: And then what's that moment like when you taste the end result?
0: I would say 99% of the time, it's really magical. And I really enjoy it. That's the difference too. Like I really think I sit with it and I enjoy it. And I also have a greater appreciation now for chefs. And when we go out to restaurants, because I know that is not easy. You know, we want our meal, you know, five minutes after we order it. Like somebody really put some blood, sweat and tears into that. And it's a lot of things that go into it. And so I would say I really sit and enjoy my food. I don't rush it. I really sit with the process and I smell like this is my creation and it feels different than enjoying any other meal. And it's not that the food probably tastes any different, but it's, it's almost like a sense of pride. Like I took my time, I created this and I'm enjoying it. And then if someone else is enjoying it too, then of course, you know, that's always good to, you know, hear how other people praise your food too. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's beautiful. I wanted to ask you, I know that you've always been a person, person that looks out of- for other people. And you've been doing that through your writing, you know, more recently through your affirmation journals and through your college process book to help young people figure out that path to college and how they can get scholarships and all the resources that they now have access to. And so I wanted to know in terms of journaling and expressing yourself, is there a way to kind of pair cooking with that? That's
0: a great question, and thank you. Yes, my positive affirmation journals are available on Amazon. (laughs) Pick up your copy. I think it all is. You know, it's interesting about life, or I could say my own journey. I feel like my journey was always, I want to get out the house. I want to go far away. (laughs) I want to go far away. I want to stay. I want to be on the beach (laughs) with a drink. (laughs) But as we talk and as we grow, and again, I'm just speaking for myself, When you have that inner peace, when you truly have that inner peace, it's like, I don't have to go anywhere. I can really be by myself and I can enjoy what I create. Positive affirmations, you know, help you with that. Pouring into yourself. Because again, if you don't love you, then how can anyone else love you or even love you the way you need to be loved? So I would say that definitely, All the things that I can do for myself, enjoy myself, enjoy being by myself, all of that is equal. I think like everything has a space, whether you're walking outside, that has a time and a space, whether you're getting a massage, that has a time and space, but just journaling and and really pouring into yourself. And a lot of times it's so much other stuff around us that we really need to silence the noise That is not contributing for our greater good, is not providing healthy values to us or whatever we need in that moment. And what I'm trying to do is create that for myself. Whatever healthy things I need, not always having to go outside for that. Like I don't have to physically travel across the country for that, but how can I create it internally and always have it? if you can create it yourself, then you will always have it. If you always got to look outside for it, then you (laughs) won't. So, uh, so yes. So yes. I, but again, this has been a long journey and I, and God willing, my journey is going to be even longer and I'm going to learn more things, but that's where I'm at today. So yes, definitely writing is my happy and that's my escape because you can be anywhere as you write and you can write anything. No one could tell you that. No, that's wrong. I mean, grammatically it could be wrong, but you know, but it's your thoughts. It's your thoughts. It's your vision. And I do believe that we're all creative beings and souls, and we just have to allow ourselves to be that.
1: There it is. Gems on gems on gems. Is there anything else that you would like to share with our listeners about your boss lady journey?
0: Oh, it's a journey. Enjoy every moment even the moments that are not happy because they're lessons, they're lessons and spirituality. And obviously my sister circle has supported me on this journey. There's been highs and there's been lows, but I'm still here. And I think that that's the beauty of it. As my mother would say, you don't know what tomorrow has in store. So we know that everyone has their own story to tell, but just be present for you, be present for you. And know that there's always tomorrow.
1: So give it all you got. <laughs> give it all you got, boss ladies. <laughs> Fantastic. So is there anything that you want to say about where everyone can pick up the affirmation journals or any of your books? Because you have multiple books. <laughs> yes.
0: Thank you, Coach Kaya. So All of my books, Still a Lady, (laughs) my Positive Affirmation Journal, and College Readiness is all on Amazon. It's up under Monica L. So that is my pen name. So Monica E-L. And I will also have it on our Boss Lady notes. And I would have it on our IG page. So definitely follow us. But more importantly, just keep going for your dreams. That's one thing. Like Everyone has a dream. Go for it only how your dream doesn't work is when you don't go for it. So go for it. I would have never thought in a million years that I would have books on Amazon or that I would have a podcast that's reaching people internationally. But you know what? It is. (laughs) Me and Coach Kaya, you know, you you just go for it. Don't let anyone stop you. Don't let anything stop you. Even if you don't think you have the resources, like research, you'll be surprised what you can do. And we'll talk more about that, how you can publish a book on Amazon for almost free. Some people would say free, but we'll talk more about that later. But I just want everyone to let your light shine. We all have a light. Just allow your light to shine, even on the darkest days that you may have. Let your light shine.
1: Well, Boss Ladies. If your soul is hungry, you know exactly what to do. We hope that you've enjoyed this episode of Boss Lady Conversations with Monica L. And of course, we took some notes for you. Number one, take the time to set your intentions and focus on every part of your task during the therapeutic cooking experience. Number two, give yourself the gift of being present to every moment. Time is not forever and moments are memories. Number three, the end result can be magical. Enjoy it. Smile. Think of what you've made as your personal creation. Be proud of what you've done. And number four, find your passion and live your bliss. The things that bring you joy may also lead you to your next best chapter or your new love language. Go for it, boss ladies. Thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you so much, Monica L., for sharing your soul food with us today. Let us know if cooking is your love language or if you have some ideas about how to embrace the therapeutic benefits of cooking. As always, we'd love to hear from you, boss ladies. If you haven't already done so, please follow us on Spotify and iHeartRadio.
0: And you'll be notified whenever we post a new Boss Lady Conversation episode. You are who you say you are. You're destined for great things. Your life matters each and every day.
1: Now go get your blessings, Boss Lady.